The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's 206 on this uh, hump, hump day. day. Oh, we made it to Wednesday. Edition. Look at that. <laughs> the 630 Chad Afternoon News. It's Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. What a lovely surprise. That's like finding $10 in your jeans to discover it's Wednesday. <laughs> I guess I missed Monday, so the week's going by pretty quickly. Okay, there you go. Totally makes sense now. <laughs> and, of course, my Vegas Knights are in action tonight. Your Vegas Knights? You want to start with this? We'll get to our first guest. Well, what a game, hey, for the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights. They downed the Winnipeg Jets 3-1 in Winnipeg on Monday night. I watched every second of it. They're my number two team now. <laughs> uh, the series heads back to Vegas, tied at one. Game time tonight, 7 o'clock. You can hear it right here on 6.30. Ched. As you know, it's been an incredible year for the Golden Knights. Dale Wishwan is the owner and founder of Booster Juice. He's also one of the 19 owners of the Knights. He joins us this afternoon. Welcome back to the show, Dale. Yeah, thanks so much for for having me back, uh, guys. You must be flying high still. Oh, do you know what? Isn't that the truth? From the time that, that we connected, I guess a couple of months ago, yeah. the season was, was going so well. Now to be one of the final four teams uh, is just, uh, you know what? Uh, so unexpected. You know what, Dale? Sorry, Andrew. Yeah. I have to say this. You know, we're in Edmonton, and you know, you're you're an Alberta boy originally. We're we're big Oilers fans, but mm-hmm. gosh, I mean, the Knights have become the number two team for so many people. It's a Cinderella story, isn't it? You know, it, it, yeah, that's the best way of describing it. It's such a great story. It's amazing how many people have adopted uh, us as their, you know. If not their favorite team, their second, <laughs> second favorite team. I think uh, it serves us so well that we have no huge enemies. We've never beat anyone in the past. So <laughs> That's true. So, uh, and I hadn't known this. But I have numerous friends and, and business associates that say their kids are just so into nights and in, in sword fighting and <laughs> that they put their jerseys on. And, uh, and I thought, wow, that's an interesting you know, angle. Uh, behind why even some kids are behind the team. Do you know, let's back up to when we discovered that there was going to be a team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And I'm a guy who likes to go to Vegas. I, I go at least twice a year. And some some years, like this year, it'll be three or four. Um, I didn't think it was going to work. And if somebody had approached me, and they didn't, uh, to invest <laughs> in it, I, I probably wouldn't have, uh, just based on the fact that... Uh, the model doesn't work for me. I, I thought, well, how are you going to fill the stands with a bunch of people from Las Vegas who've never watched hockey before? And then I thought the only saving grace might be the number of tourists that are in Vegas at any given time would probably support whatever team was visiting. But that's an upside-down fan base. But none of that has come to fruition. <laughs> uh, Vegas has embraced this team. I mean, anytime you're at a restaurant and your waiter asks you if you watch the game tonight in Vegas... I mean, these are real fans down there. Yeah, you know, they're hardcore fans. And, and you know, I make a point whether I have a car service or, you know, just uh, at a restaurant, where, as you've noted, and asking people, uh, so, uh, so what's your thoughts on, on the hockey team? And I won't share anything with, with my background or, or involvement. And they will ramble on for minutes. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll name off people that they shouldn't even know. So I mean, <laughs> people who are healthy scratches, or people who have, uh, yeah, it's just amazing how how it's caught the Vegas uh, 
yeah, they've, there's a fever. There's a hockey fever. So what do you think, if, if you had to point your finger at one thing, because I, to me this is like a perfect storm, uh, this team. The fact that they're underdogs and everybody loves, or they were, um, everybody loves to cheer for an underdog. Um, there's the fact that the social media presence was so good for the Las Vegas Knights. A lot of people who didn't even follow hockey followed that account. The Twitter account. The Twitter yeah. account. The fact that if you watched a game in Vegas... Um, the experience in the arena is second to none in the league. But if you watched it at home and you're a fan of Vegas, you'd say, yeah, that is so cheesy that I want to get on a plane and go to but Vegas. Vegas is cheesy. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, was it all of those things? Is there something I'm missing? What, what caused, aside from the success on the ice, what do you think was the cause of the success just in general for the brand? Well, just a, they were starved to have a professional sports team, for, mm-hmm. for one. So uh, that has just been phenomenal to just have someone to be able to hang, hang their hat on and have a uh, team to, to root for. Uh, I was reading just a, uh, an article about Bryce Harper, uh, who's a, a Vegas guy, and he's one of the best in in all of baseball right now, but he, but he says he gets so nervous watching a hockey game. He says that <laughs> him and his wife watch every game. They won't miss it. And that's how it's captured just all these Vegas residents. You know, when the team goes on the road by the practice facility, they, they're they all on the streets waiting to kind of cheer on the team as they, as they head off to the airport. Uh, it, there's, it's everywhere, and the experience in the arena. You touched on it well. It was meant to be at first, making sure that we have to compete with the entertainment value of all the other shows and things, with the mm-hmm. possibilities of the on-ice product not being what it was. Mm-hmm. Fifty-one wins was not expected. One hundred nine points <laughs> now in the third round. Uh, so, knew the entertainment value had to be high for people coming in, uh, and. And that's continued on. I share with people now that it's so amped up in there. There's no downtime when there's a stoppage. As a fan, you're so exhausted because it's just <laughs> so upbeat from, from, from the time, well, about half an hour before the puck is dropped. But that's, you, but that's Vegas. You're, exactly. you're exhausted when you go to Vegas at the best of times. And, and you know, uh, right. I have to tell you, uh, Dale, also that the location of the arena... Mm makes a big difference too because as a tourist i don't want to have to grab an expensive cab i don't want to you know worry about how i get there where i park you literally walk to this arena it's right off the strip yeah it's ideal you couldn't couldn't have a better venue spot Dale uh, Wishwan joining us this afternoon. He's one of the uh, 19 investors in the Las Vegas Golden Knights. You know him uh, in Alberta and across the country as the uh, the founder and the owner of Booster Juice. And we appreciate you taking the time to join us once again. I was reading an article the other day, and it was talking about who was going to do what in this series. And it was going on about how the, the Jets have so much depth. And there was people saying that, you know, the Knights wouldn't be able to get past them after that first game. 
you know, the Jets win. We all sit down to watch the second game mm-hmm. thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, the Jets, here we go. If they're saying what's going to happen, they'll be up 2 nothing, And then they turn around, and it's a 3-1 win, and it's an exciting game. And here we are again, and, and this Cinderella story just keeps on, keeps on. And everyone keeps saying, oh, they can't do it. It's not gonna, they're not going to get through the Jets. They're not going to get through the Jets. But that's what they've said all year long and you guys keep doing it it's just but you I, there's don't not think even a question there dale it's yeah. just a, it's just a statement and it's just been such a fun ride to watch uh, think think about long shots are actually quite uh popular in las vegas <laughs> <laughs> that's the well, dream right yeah but, but with all that being said i know there's a ton of casinos which are super nervous based on on the fact that oh, I bet. it was it was 220 odds and and <laughs> there was a ton of people who had bought tickets more almost based as a souvenir to say show that they bought a ticket not with the expectation of of this being a winning uh ticket uh that's very so, true. Yeah. I suppose as an owner, you probably weren't able to put money down on a on a bet on a bet on the nights, were you? No, you're 100 percent right. <laughs> yeah, so that that's taboo, and you know, I want to keep it in perspective. I'm a minority. Minority. Uh, owner. Yeah. Uh, Bill is very much uh, orchestrated everything with bringing the team to to Vegas, and a very very smart, uh, brilliant man, and. Yeah, no, I just felt well, fortunate that this has worked out so well. A lot of people asking on the text line right now, Dale, whose name would go on the cup? It would be Bill's. Uh, oh, yeah, from a from an owner perspective, yeah, it, yeah but very, very much so. Geez, I hope you uh, didn't just jinx my uh, know, nights with that, that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be be careful. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, no, you guys. Yeah. Dale, I have to ask, when you were uh, given the opportunity, I know a friend approached you about this investment opportunity, but investors were allowed to invest in just the team or in the team and uh, the T-Mobile arena. You chose to invest in the arena as well. Correct. Why did you do that? Well, to your point on not knowing how it was going to work in in Vegas, uh, the hockey end of things, uh, real estate is quite safe. Uh, Hmm. Um, more often than not, if you get the right piece of real estate, it's right <laughs> off the strip. So yeah. you know, pulls in a perfect spot. You have all these other venues that we're going to just be uh, uh, using the facility. So, uh, so that's why the, the thoughts on investing in both uh, made sense to, to me from a business perspective. And that, that was, a, I don't want to call it an equal risk because I can't weigh up the risk, but there is a risk associated with that, though, as to whether or not an arena can attract enough entertainment value outside of the team that it was built for in order to make it uh, financially viable. But it's certainly done that. Yeah, well, yeah it very much has. You know, I'll tell you something. I and I told Dale this before when we talked to him when I, when we did Peter Pocklington's bi- biography. He said, and this was ten years ago, so we're talking, you know, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. He's like Vegas. Vegas is the city that needs the next NHL team. Hmm. He said it will be super successful. He ha- he said that right from the get go. Anyway, look at look at where yeah. we are now. I'm guessing, Dale, you don't want to tell us how big the check was you wrote. Uh, no, that's uh, confidential. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's none of your business, Andrew. No, it isn't, but I'm wondering because it, it's it's sort of, you know, like I'm like, well, I wish I'd have been on that distribution. I don't know that I have the kind of cash that you do, uh, Dale, from your booster juice business, but I man. can guarantee 
<laughs> Guarantee I don't, yeah. <laughs> Probably not. I'm working radio. <laughs> well, Dale, you know what? Again, we want to thank you for taking the time to to join us. And uh, again, it's just been a ton of fun for, for everyone, even if they're not our, our number one, if they're our number two team, or if they're our number one team. It's just, it's been an amazing, uh, mm-hmm. it's an amazing ride to watch. And uh, continued best of luck with the team. Yeah, thanks so much, and I always enjoy uh, being on on the show with you folks. Thank you so much. Take care now. Yeah, have a great day. You okay, too. there you go. Dale Wishwan, one of the minority owners of the mm-hmm. Las Vegas Golden Knights. You know him. Good Alberta boy. Yeah, Actually, that's right. just from right around here. Well, about an hour north of exactly. here. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, of Booster Juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was neat because last time we talked, we actually got into the business, the Booster Juice stuff as as well, and and uh, and that. But that's uh, that's an amazing success story well, as well. And you know what? Uh, um, an amazing su- success story from other avenues that you haven't, that people don't typically think of either. Their merchandising mm. leads the NHL. Mm. Oh, and, we're back. Okay, hockey, yeah. Yeah. Not Booster Juice. <laughs> no, no, not Booster Juice. Um, um, the Knights. Yeah. But again, it makes sense in hindsight because you go to Las Vegas, you buy yourself a souvenir. You want something to take right. with you. So people have been buying Las Vegas mm-hmm. Golden Knights. And again, maybe they originally they bought it because they thought, well, a year from now there won't be a team, so I'll get this jersey while it's available. But it's resulted in, and, and listen, once you own a jersey, you have to cheer for the team. You have to. You just invested a couple hundred bucks. It's it's been a tough, you know, two games now because you know the Jets being the Canadian team, but the the Knights being the team that um, has had this Cinderella story of a season. And you like you want to see the underdog keep on going, and I know the Jets. You, you could argue the Jets are well. underdogs too. Yeah, right? you know, having yeah. the team gotten all of that, but boy, oh boy, I, I would love to see. Well, I don't Both feel, listen, I don't feel any, uh, people have justified it. Yesterday we were talking to uh, Brendan Ulrich and he said, you know, there's more Canadians on the Vegas Knights team yeah. than there is on the Jets team, but I don't need justification. It's not a political statement. It doesn't make me any well, less Canadian. I just love this team. And, and, and I love the team because I watch them. I'm just going to say it. I don't think they're very good. I watch them and go, well, you're not the fastest. You, you miss a lot of your passes. But the work ethic, like somebody had said, and it's very true, um, they're not a fast team. They just play fast. You make a mistake, and they'll take advantage of it. It's, it's. I don't know if it's their depth, experience, what you it is. You know what Morley said? Yeah, when you weren't here on Monday, Morley and I got talking about the game, and he says, you know, all of these guys on this team, you got to remember, nobody wanted. That's right. They all. He says so. He he believes they're all playing with a chip on their shoulder. I believe that's true to too. To prove that, hey, you know what? Look at what you did. Look what you gave up. Do you know? He, and, I, I and he says, he, and, and Morley said, you know what? Next year, he says the team's going to suck. He says because they're I all going to be gone. As well. Everything, you know, whatever happens. But you know, when you think about that, yeah. So they, these are the guys that your team, that everyone else's team, put up for. That's right. You know, to go. See, I think about that dressing room when the season began, <laughs> and every single game, you could play that game for one guy in the room. Mm-hmm. The guy who the team were facing tonight let go. So in the first, whatever, 30 games or yeah. 25 games, whatever it is, you have... Go around the... Yeah, you go around. This one's for Bob. Yeah. This one's for Joe. This one's, you know... And then suddenly you start winning these games, and at the end of that, you don't even need to play with a chip on your shoulder anymore because now you play with confidence. Yeah. You know, we're doing better than most other teams in the in the entire NHL, and then you take that swagger into the second half of the season, and now look where they are. I, I Like I say, I think think this team's amazing. I love them.
And, 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 I love, and you got to remember, too, I mean, Andrew's like, oh, I'm not watching playoff hockey. Exactly. My Oilers aren't in there. I'm not yep. watching playoff hockey. I have no interest in it whatsoever. But I think for a lot of people, I think I think the Knights and the Jets have done that for a lot of, I think that's of hockey true. fans and I, about both teams. Yeah. I know. I know. I, I, can't, I can't say that I'm a, a you know, a, I'm a fan, a big fan of Vegas. I'm a bigger fan of the Oilers. But the fact that when I went to buy the jersey, I had to Google the team. To see who's on it? <laughs> like, okay, what position does this guy play? I went through people's stats yeah. and went, ah, oh, he seems like a good player. Yeah, and when when you when you turn people into to into fans or hockey fans who are willing to sit down and put that on uh, in the evening. I think that's saying something. I mean, yep. you know, I, I'm not a huge hockey fan. Uh, when the Oilers are playing well, I'm, you know, the first one to jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we've been watching we've been watching the games and having fun mm-hmm. doing so. I'd much rather watch a football game anytime. But it has been, it's been fun it's, to watch. It's been fun, indeed. If nothing else, it's been a lot, yep. a lot of fun to watch. Laurel, 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 Laurel. There's a huge debate brewing on social media right now over that. How can you not hear Laurel? That is clearly Laurel. Yeah. But last night when I heard it on television, it was clearly Yanni. (laughs) So the debate is, do you hear Yanni? Do you hear Laurel. Seriously, did anyone hear Yanni there? Not, I I didn't hear it there, but again, last night when I watched it on television, clearly Yanni. Today when I watched it on my computer at work, it was Laurel. And right there it was Laurel. But last night I'm like, that's Yanni. That's totally Yanni. So I'm I'm curious if it's a different... if we use a different system, like, you know, whatever our system is that broadcasts that, if it's different mm-hmm. on the television or whatever, yeah. is it because it's digitally created that it... Yeah. So if I were to listen to it somewhere else... It, you're going to hear probably I'm going to hear Yanni. You, you might. I, I certainly did. Huh. So what they're saying is that it comes down to how we process different frequencies, the acoustic information that we use to hear it, and some of the variation may also be due to the audio device playing the sound. Okay. So yeah, it all, so it's it one all of those depends. things. It's like the dress. Do you see Remember right, that dress right. thing and the? It's funny. It really blew up. I think uh, who's that uh, talk show host down in the states? Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. DeGeneres. I think when she tweeted about it, it really gained momentum. But lots of people weighing in on it now. It was all my Twitter yeah. feed last night. Laurel. Laurel. That is definitely Laurel now. Of course. But again, last night it was Yanni. I was looking around going, what are you (laughs) stupid saying that it's Laurel? I clearly heard Yanni last night. (laughs) That's just funny. Yeah, on the the clip that Global News played. Do you know, I'm glad to see uh, a debate on Twitter, though, that doesn't make me want to cancel my account. As dumb as this debate is, I'm happy to have all these people engaged in that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Over some of the conversations that... Oh, uh, wow. Laurel? Yanni. Laurel. Laurel. Clearly Laurel there. I don't know. Huh. I, I was I was fla- I was actually flabbergasted when I came into work today and I played it on my com- computer and I heard <laughs> Laurel because last night I clearly heard Yanni. Hmm. Yanni, the Greek composer, actually tweeted, of course I hear Yanni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear that when I somebody says, would you like a sandwich? I hear Yanni. Um, yeah, that's just one of those weird things. But I'm glad uh, I'm glad 
you played it because oh. I, like I said, I played it at home. Well, Someone said, I heard both. Why do you hear Laurel now? Because AM radio on your computer are not full frequency audio. You can hear the lower frequency component. I heard Yanni yesterday on television because I heard it on digital over the air TV, which is full frequency Dolby digital stereo sound. Hmm. Jeremy from Glendon says, I think it's Laurel. Um, I heard Laurel this morning says this one on TV and you just played Yanni, says Shao. What? No. Hmm. I hear Yammy, says Trevor. (laughs) 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 What do you hear, Laurel or Yanni? Have you listened to this thing? Have you heard it through different devices? Maybe on your computer, maybe on television, maybe on AM radio. Let us know at 630, 630. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.